Hey everyone, it's Ashley Little with Wholesaling Out of the Box, and I am joined today by Sean Bowen, Kaylee Body, Jacob McPherson, and Cameron Peters. And today we're going to go over 2021 goals. And what we're going to do is talk a little bit about each of our yearly goals and then go down and break down, break that down to see what that looks like for the first quarter, maybe the second quarter, um, just so that you guys can see not only what we're trying to do within our company, but how to break down these goals because making sure that you break them down into measurable, um, achievable uh, pieces is really what's key to being able to accomplish that. You don't want to break, you don't want to have a goal that you can't measure because then you get to the end of the year and you're like, I don't know how I didn't hit that goal. Well, did you have steps to get there? Or were you just trying to like high jump the whole thing? Um, and I'm short, so high jumping sure won't work for me there. But let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sean is dying over there. You can high jump, we'll just get you a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best one so far. High jump is not for me. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. All right. Sorry, guys. Um, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and get us started? All righty. So, goals for 2021. Um, so, personally, um, now that I have officially made the shift full-time into uh, full circle. I'm looking to do 30 wholesale deals, which breaks down to uh, two and a half deals a month, right? Roughly. Um, so in order to get there, just to kind of break down some numbers, since that's kind of what we want to talk about. So we know that on average for our company to get a deal based on KPIs, we have to have uh, 305 outbound calls or touches two sellers on a monthly basis. So if I am hitting two and a half deals per month on average, then on average in any given month, I would have to make 763 calls in order to maintain that number. So the cool thing about this is that of course, as always, we are going to track this as we go throughout the year. So if we need to pivot, then of course we'll be able to do that, right? That's one of the massive benefits of tracking your KPIs and knowing your numbers. So uh, 762 or 763 calls per month, uh, just take it over, let's just take it over um, four weeks, right? So that's a little less than 200 calls per week is where I need to be in order to hit that number. Um, we as a company, I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but um, we did a while back create an incentive program and um, here's a lesson, actually, this is for anybody who has a company, um, anybody who is interested in creating a company, uh, when it comes to incentives in an organization, what they have found, and you can go and you can look at any major Fortune 500 company, but what they found is that the incentives have to be consistent with the annual goals of the company. And if you can do that successfully, that's how you're going to see uh, what successful companies are able to grow year over year. So I did a study on this. It was with the airline industry and uh, shocker Southwest was the company that grew the most year over year. And if you look back at how they incentivize their employees, almost all of the incentives were based around customer satisfaction. So if you think about that being the core of your business, right? The core of your business is your customers. So Southwest created an incentive program for their employees would give them bonuses based on how well each individual employee took care of the customer, whether or not that's an internal customer or an external customer, right? So 
that's a really long-winded way of saying our call incentives that we created are synonymous with the company goals and are synonymous with my wholesaling goals throughout the course of the year, right? So um, just kind of really, really cool because obviously the more calls I make, I'll get incentivized to do that just based on our level. And then in addition to that, of course, we get paid on the deals as well. So it's a win-win for the company as well as me personally and individually. Um, so that's wholesale deals in and of itself. Out of the wholesale deals, I also want to focus this year on taking down three rentals myself. Um, I, based on my current, well, based on my most recent rehab, the one that Natalie and I are now living in, um, got that experience as far as what the rehab process looked like. Also, what it was like to work with private financing and then to be able to refinance back out with a conventional loan. So I like the idea of moving for forward with the Burr method um, and basically using the private funding on the front end, uh, rehabbing the property, putting a tenant in there, and then at the six month and a day mark, refine back out to a conventional loan, um, ideally with a 15 year note payoff and um, then moving forward or a minimum of 250 to $300 cash flow per month is what I'm looking for as far as the deal is concerned. Um, I also don't want those rehabs, if it is the Burr method, I don't want the rehab to be any more than twenty-five dollars to $30,000 in repairs, just because I don't ever, 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 ever want to deal with a property that I have to do everything under the sun on. <laughs> so in short, those are the big goals, um, which again, personally, as well as uh, professionally within the company. And then um, in addition to that, because of all the changes that we are making uh, moving forward with the wholesaling out of the box and the flipping out of the box programs, um, more so on the wholesaling out of the box side, I want to focus on content creation and trying to trying to figure out how to better help the people that we are bringing into the program. Um, we do a really, really good job of that already, and I don't really know that there's a whole lot to grow in those areas, but I feel like anything can be improved. So really want to focus on that. I want to focus on the content creation for our podcast and just trying to get more experience and information out to people that are just starting or even people that have been in the game that are still learning because we're all learning every single day. So um, those are in a very, very long-winded way of saying my goals for 2021. Okay, so then how does that break into the first quarter? Oh, sorry, okay. I didn't realize you were doing that. Well, so 200 calls roughly per week, right? So 763 per month. So what is that times three? So 2,300 calls in the first quarter is what has to happen. We also know that on average, we have to go on what five property walkthroughs as a company, right? In order to see those numbers. So um, I think it's five property walkthroughs actually per every two deals that we take down. So I also have to do five property walkthroughs throughout the course of any given month. So that would be a minimum of 2,300 calls, 15 uh, property walkthroughs or more, of course. And then as far as content creation, we're going to have to build up what that looks like as far as what we're putting out. Um, director's commentary are obviously going to be a priority for that, breaking down seller calls and specifically talking about and diving into the acquisition side of the house on how to talk to sellers. Um, as far as the call library content is concerned, that's going to be a plethora of information as far as not only calls with sellers, but calls with buyers, calls with other wholesalers and discussions on how to JV and what that looks like and how to have those conversations and kind of just a little bit of everything that you would ultimately deal with uh, at some point in your investing career, especially in your wholesaling or acquisitions career. 
Um, so content creation, obviously, we'll create that moving forward. Not 100% clear on what that looks like, but we will be diving into those areas. Um, and ideally, I would like to, if I don't have the first burr taken down by then, I would at least like to have an idea as far as one in the pipeline. And I would like to close that first burr, um, just close on the initial deal by the end of the second quarter, and then the second one in the third quarter and the third one in the fourth quarter, unless the deals are too good, obviously, then we'll take them down as needed. But that's kind of the rough goal in mind. Cool. Did, I, did I answer your question well enough? Yes. Okay. All right, Kaylee. Yes. So um, for me, um, I, I think you said 30 deal, wholesale deals for the year. Um, mine comes out the same, but a little differently. So for me, that breaks down to two a month in the first quarter, um, and then three a month in quarters three and um, two and three, and then back to two a month in quarter four, because that just makes sense as far as the real estate business goes. And also giving me a you know um, learning curve in that first quarter still. <clears throat> so that still comes out to be 30 for the year, however. Um, and so that's about 35, 40 calls a day if I'm doing five days a week. So that's on my wholesale goals. Um, on the listing side, um, listing all of full circles um, deals, of course, and um, completing my um, studies for broker's license in the first quarter and getting my license early early second quarter. So um, that part of, of the business could be up and running um, in the late second quarter, early third quarter. So we could just be completely doing that brokerage here with the com company. Um, and I also want to do my first flip or at least um, start the first flip in the first quarter. So it can be rehabbed and sold in the second quarter. Michael. Cool. Um, Sean. You're muted. There muted, we go. Muted, it says. Okay. <clears throat> so overall, we're talking about, we're going to get to the first quarter, but for the goals of Full Circle and our the sister companies, FOB, WAB, we're going to be, at, I'm looking to hit 1.5. Based on that, we should be 375 in the first quarter through the three companies, which would give us into 125 per month. Whether that be um, wholesaling on our average profit margins that we exist on, or if that's through fixing and flipping, or if that's through lending. So all three of those are the avenues that me as owner and then being part of all those companies collectively. So 375 in the first quarter, um, 125 a month is where goal-wise we're going. What I see goal-wise where we're going. Um, I'm also looking to move into, we are looking to move into the Richmond market, um, which hopefully by doing that, it's all going to be virtual. We'll have feet on the ground. We'll be a hundred percent virtual, meaning that none of our guys will ever go to look at a property. Nobody will ever, none of our company meaning acquisitions and dispositions will ever go to these properties and we will move one to three properties for the entire year. 
Um, and then to get consistent behind our closings to where we have consistently four to five deals a month just on the wholesaling side close. Um, and then if we're breaking down WOB, um, that would be a little bit different, but let's just focus on FCIG and FOB. So that's where I'm focusing as a company, I think 1.5 for the year and 375 for the first quarter. Analytically, we can get deep dive in those, but we won't go that far deep. <laughs> All right, cool. And Cam. Yeah, so um, I think that I'm going to try to go chronologically. So maybe it makes sense. So what Sean talked about moving into Richmond, um, that is one of the, the yearly goals. Um, and for myself personally, um, three buy and holds um, and 120,000 gross profit from everything um, coming from Full Circle and any of the sister companies. So that's 120,000 gross in, in my bank account. Um, and then two full-time season um, acquisition managers, junior acquisition managers. Um, so in the first quarter, I would focus on the um, moving into Richmond and little, little teaser, we, we've already put our foot in the water. So we're already kind of there. <laughs> so kind of ahead of the curve um, in the part of the city. So, but during the first quarter, the goal for that is us to be fully in the market um, reaching sellers, talking to sellers, going that route. Um, that would be the first quarter. Um, for the buy and holds, the first quarter would be to grab one. I'm ready to grab one now if it comes. So um, I'm ready to go on that front, but definitely want to have one down and somebody in it by April 1st, you know, actually rented. Um, so that's um, a big one. Um, the 120,000. So that would be obviously 30,000 over the first quarter, 10 a month. And Jacob drove down those numbers, get the calls. It's all the same numbers. So um, a lot of calls to make, a lot of people to touch and uh, a lot of deals to take down. And then two full-time season jams. I don't believe I see that happen in the first quarter. That's more of a, a ladder 2021 starting. I think we need to focus on moving to that other market, right? And getting more uh, leads in the pipeline to support um, additional acquisition managers. So that, that was kind of my thinking there. And I think that covers, yeah, that covers my big ones for the year in the first quarter. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. Four, sorry, four flipping out of the box flips. So that would be one in the first quarter. Um, so that's the company taking down a flip, managing it throughout. Um, and so we need to get one of those in the books in the first quarter and, and have one actually looking at right now. So we're looking for that for the first quarter. Got to get that rolling, take one down, hopefully in January, be done in March. And that's it, I promise. Okay, so for my goals, mine are of course more back of the office based. And part of that is uh, making all of those changes that we've been talking about to wholesaling out of the box. And I know we keep pushing it and we're not telling you what it is, not really, but I'm super excited about it. And just making sure the first quarter of course is gonna be ironing out any of the kinks we make to the program. Um, and so some of my big full-time or goals for the year are to, I'm going to bring on a full-time marketing person. Um, I do a lot of that myself right now. And Kaylee's kind of started helping, but it's a lot. And we need someone with all of the various sister companies and like opportunity, that event that we helped do. 
it's just, we, we really need the help. So bringing someone on and in the first quarter that actually looks like putting out that ad for someone um, and starting to train them to show them what we need them to do, what we need them to be working on. And then hopefully by the second quarter, they'll be pretty much up and running on their own. Um, and then working on like, what does a benefits package look like? Because as we're bringing on more people, it, it's important to know what does it look like as opposed to just salary, but health insurance or retirement or time off because we've always, you know, said we can work from anywhere, but that might work for some of us, but not everyone's going to want to do that. They want paid time off and I can understand that. So making sure to figure out what does it look like when someone comes on and what are their, what is their time off? What, what do they get for that? So uh, like I said, yeah, my stuff is more back of the house and in the first quarter, just trying to get that, that in order so that we can, cause I'm HR right now, but one of my long-term goals is to get an HR person who can <laughs> deal with all of that, but just kind of ironing things out in the background for the first quarter, because I think that will help us moving forward with other jams, the marketing person and anyone else that we want to bring on. Um, okay. So one final question to end off this episode. Uh, what do you guys each want to do more of going into 2021? Anyone want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I definitely want to be able to help more people um, and not just our sellers, but help people um, learn the business so they can get out of whatever situation they may be in and grow. That's, that's all I want. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Jacob. Um, I'm not 100% sure yet. I feel like we there, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of growth to happen. There's a lot of things that need to happen. Um, but I guess if I could say one thing, um, I just want to close more deals is really what it comes down to. I want to get to a point where we are consistent with uh, just individually for me with a minimum of 30 deals per year. That's just where I want to be. So one thing I want to do more of is just deals, 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 and more deals. Yeah. All right. Sorry. The mute button was slow there. Um, I want to do more joint ventures. Um, so we have a few, you know, it's easy to say you'll JV with anybody, I think. Um, but actually, you know, JVing and helping somebody who legitimately has a deal, legitimately has the drive to um, want to bring the deal to the table. They've done a lot of work on that side and they have a deal and they just need some help. Maybe just, just one time they need some help, right? And then they're going to do it on their own. Or maybe they want to consistently bring deals. And we have a couple guys that we're working with right now that that's a really good situation where they're really grinding. Um, they're really open about their deals. They're looking to learn. We're learning together. I'm learning stuff from them too. I'd like to do more of that um, because this business is really a lot about relationships, right? And it's really awesome to see the couple guys that I have in mind that they're grinding and they're doing their thing. They just need a little help, right? And like I said, I'm learning from them as well and some things and we're moving in some short sale scenarios, right? Where we've never really heard, played a huge part in. And that's partly because of these J JVs and guys that have brought things to the table that said, hey, can we, can you help us do a short sale? Yeah, 
let's figure out how to do that. Right. And, um, that's something that came from that. And that's another way to help a seller out, um, slash earn a little income. So, um, yeah, that's joint ventures more in 2021. Nice. Sean. All right. <clears throat> so to help, to help get this money that we have out to work, right? Whether that be in a joint venture scenario, whether that be in a fix and flip scenario, whether that be in a buy and hold rental scenario, we have really been focusing on it over the past year and we're really going to push for it this year. Um, I think I'll go back with what Cam said, um, which ultimately goes back to Kaylee and Jacob to do more deals in general will be those relationships that are built from joint ventures. But from my side of the house to pushing the money around, those are considered joint ventures as well, right? We're joint venturing with people that we have capital and that we can help them do their first deal. Um, maybe it's the first fix and flip, maybe it's their first rental, whatever that is, right? So my goal this year is I'm really pumped to push the joint venture model of money lending at any of those aspects, but behind a deal, like a true deal based on numbers that work, have it on a contract. You're the guy with the contract, not a guy that has a guy that has a guy, <laughs> none of that jazz. So that's something that we're, uh, we're going to grow into and we're already starting. So we've already done, hopefully committed to one coming up in January and looking forward to it. So yeah, I, I think for growing, it's just pushing this money, pushing this money to work with the right people. Awesome. Um, yeah. So mine is I'm looking forward to being able to build more things again this year. I feel like 2020 was sort of a, a triage. I was constantly triaging things. Um, as they came in, we were, like I said, in our last podcast episode, we had to pivot a lot with COVID and with some of the things that we were changing and that's fine. Business has to happen. And I'm not like it, it, it is what it is, but I'm looking forward to being able to like come up with ideas and then build on them again, because it feels like I haven't been able to do that in a little while. And I'm finally getting to that point where I feel like I can. <laughs> so look out wholesaling out of the box. I might have even more ideas for the second half of the year. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for our 2021 uh, goals podcast. Do you guys have anything else to say? Any final thoughts on what you want 2021 to be so that we can listen to this again this time next year and see if we were able to do it. Well, punch I, it, punch it, Chewy. <laughs> if if I, we I, were I, able to do it, I neglected to mention um, launching WWOB in the first quarter. So I'm hoping to do that February. That'll be my birthday present to myself. What <laughs> is WWOB? Yeah, mm -hmm. give us a little teaser. When, are, are we saying that yet? Yeah, um, you can give us a little teaser. Just tell us what it stands for and uh, we'll do a whole other episode on it in right. a few months. So uh, it's Women Wholesaling Out the Box. So it's taking our Wholesaling Out the Box program and, and focusing on just women because women are not prominent in, in this business. So uh, showing that women can wholesale too. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right, Cam, final thoughts? I would just say watch out because the stuff we have in store and the stuff we have planned is going to be huge. Yeah. And that's not me trying to dangle a carrot, but it's going to be pretty <laughs> freaking <is>. awesome. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, 
Thank you guys so much for joining us for our 2021 goals podcast. We'll be back uh, with more information, I believe next week about all of our fun, new wholesaling out of the box things. So look forward to that. And thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, it's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.